What's going on, you guys? This is Dante. And Michelle. And you're tuned into Life Instructions Not Included, the podcast where we try to find all the pieces to make our lives feel a little bit more normal. Coming from different walks of life, we'll try to spark conversation that mentally simulates us and challenges the way we all think. Today, we are going to be talking about things we do that impact our environment. And how we can be more environmentally friendly. But before we dive into today's topic, let's go ahead and check in. Actually, no, before we check in, we're going to be doing the new segment, which we're calling Try the Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we don't have an official name, but it all started when I brought in um, those orange, like the golden berries. Yeah, they're like orange tomatillos, right? So or they, they look, look like, like tomatillos. They look like t- tomatillos from the outside. It's but, like a very lin, lin, very thin, green, papery look to it. I think it. people know what tomatillos. Some people don't know. Well, okay, so for those, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I guess describe. <laughs> Some people don't know. That's all I have to okay. say. <laughs> all right, so tomatillos, you can think of those as the size of a, of a Roma tomato, like a small Tomato, right? Like a grape tomato? No, no, Cherry no. Cherry no. tomato? No, a tomatillo. I have actually have not dealt with tomatillo. So how are you describing the, the size? Not the size, the look. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so a tomatillo is probably the size of a Roman tomato. Okay. A little bit smaller, rounder. And the golden berry is the size of a cherry tomato. So it still has that green papery mm-hmm. casing or whatever. And then it's I also... Like a wrapper. Yeah, I also had a kumquat. I also bought those, right? I was like, let me try some new shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we tried it before the podcast. Yeah, it was right? fun. But, you know, when I brought it in the house, my grandpa was like, or I asked my grandpa, I was like, have you tried this before? And he goes, he goes, why do you keep buying stuff you've never had? Like, mm-hmm. Just stick to what you know. I'm like, dude, <laughs> how else are you going to know what you like out there? I also, up until that day, I have never heard of a goldenberry before. I've heard of it on TikTok. I've heard of a lot of stuff through TikTok. Without TikTok, I think there would be a ton of fruit that I would have never known about. But yeah, so we tried it. And what did you think? It was good. I mean, so I think the kumquat is the one that was like a little sour to be, like acidic to begin with, and then became really sweet. Is that right? Mm Mm-hmm. You're asking me like Mm -hmm. days later. Yeah, (laughs) I know. But then, and then the golden berries was just like really sweet. You liked it, the golden berry. I did. It threw me off because it's like... Like, have you ever bit into something and you're confused? Like, it looks like it should taste one way, but then it tastes another? Well, that and also, you don't know whether you like it or not. Sure. But you keep yeah. eating it to try to figure it out, and oh. in the end, you're still confused after fish- finishing the whole package. <laughs> Damn. Yes, I, I've had that situation package? plenty of times. Did you finish the whole package? Not the, not the golden berries. berries. Do you like it? Sorry. Would I buy it again? No. Stuff. Are are they like regular berries? Like you just pop them in your mouth, like a blackberry, blueberry, strawberry, or do people cook? I don't know. I <laughs> just ate them. I mean, like I, I said, feel like you just pop them in, you'd be good. That day that you first brought it, it was the first time I've ever heard of it. Yeah. And then I ended up going to Metropolitan Market a few days later, and I saw golden berries everywhere. Right next to yeah. the berries. So yeah. now that maybe. Ah, did it have the green papery like wrapper? Or maybe I think they like peeled so, it. Oh, maybe you, I think you, did. It say golden berries on it. It did. Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah. And it's like the it's like an orangey orangey color. Uh, so it's just like that whole thing we mentioned before in previous episodes. Like if you're more aware of it, 
Or at least if you know what it is, you're going to be more aware of it whenever you're out, right? Well, I was actually kind of actively looking for it because, like, my oh. son Isaac <laughs> has been eating strawberries yeah. like no other this season. Yeah. And so I went over to the strawberry section to check it out, and then there it was. Lo and mm. behold, goldenberries. Nice. nice, nice, nice. All right, so today we've got these taro mm. drinks, which you pointed out on the box – <laughs> the packaging is a little confusing. Yeah, so, so I was at a Wedgemaya the other morning, um, just grabbing some food. Went over to the drink aisle and was like, okay, what looks interesting that we can try on mm-hmm. the podcast? And so I found it's this taro-flavored milk drink. And Korea's favorite. Korea's a favorite. Yes. It's in like a, if I were to describe the packaging, like a juice box. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You could just say it's in a juice box. It's in a juice box. <laughs> but the image on the juice box looks like, you know that? Your um, cult. Yes. Yes. Yes, it Wait, does. say that again. I don't know if people caught that. Your cult? Your cult. I've actually yeah. never said the name of that drink. I never knew what it was <laughs> until um, the man. The man. Um, white people. The government. Oh. Decided to advertise it as a probiotic. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know that probiotic drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I saw the commercial. It's like it's like a ton of white people saying mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, this is a great pro, uh, probiotic to enhance gut health." It's like it's like we used to drink this shit as kids, bro. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Like it's a, frozen or, or refrigerated. Mine was refrigerated. This I didn't, is probably room temperature. Yeah, mine is wherever I grab it. <laughs> I, um, apparently, we found out today that I don't really care about temperatures when it comes to drinks, beverages, or food. Oh, that is like true. Like some yeah. leftovers, you'll just like eat it. That's true. You don't. That's true. You don't warm it up. <laughs> cold pizza, cold burgers, all that. Okay, I feel like cold pizza is a little normal. Yeah. A lot of people do that straight out the fridge. Anyways, yeah. okay. All so right. Anyways, let's take this drink. Okay. Yeah, the picture on it looks like that Yakult drink, but it's like in a juice box. So this is a taro milk drink. Oh, and actually, a couple years ago, I I found out that taro and ube are not, not the, the same, same thing, which kind of pissed me off. Which what? I think because it's purple. You know, two purple things should be the same, but whatever. We should do ube one time, or like a taro. taro okay. okay, all right. <laughs> Ooh, the ube taro challenge. Yeah. See if you really know the difference. All right. This is oh, this is good. It's actually not bad. This is really good. It just remind like it's a milk drink, so it just tastes like taro bubble tea. Oh, honey. pretty! It pretty yeah, much is a yeah. taro bubble tea in a juice box. <laughs> it does, yeah. Minus the boba. So I like it because because you can really taste the taro. You know, like some milk drinks, they have like a hint of that flavor, or uh-huh. if they have, if it's not a traditional like strawberry banana or whatever, mm-hmm. um, the flavor is just very faint. It's Lacroix yeah. faint. Uh huh. Yeah, if something's really faint, I describe it as Lacroix faint. Interesting. Yeah, and this is just like heavily taro blasted. I it's, like it. It's like a good balance, though. I mean, mm. essentially, it is just like a like a strawberry milk, chocolate milk kind of, but it's taro. Yes. Milk. Um, not bad. Not bad. My cousin, my cousins, my children are gonna be. I think they're gonna be excited about this for oh, sure. Fuck, this is bomb. <laughs> this is bomb. Oh, what? It's got some protein. What, okay, protein shake. What brand is this called? This is the Bing. Bing Gray. Bing Gray. B i n g g r a e. Go get some. Where'd you get it from? Wedgemaya. All right. 
sponsor us, watching my and being great. <laughs> Please. That was good. That was good. All right. All right what now, else have we got? We've got guava. Being a Seattle light, um, most people in Seattle have probably never had fresh guava before. I will go as far to say I was born and raised in Hawaii and I have never had fresh guava. Yeah, you're <laughs> tripping. Did you guys have a guava tree growing up? I mean, not that I recall, no. So, I guess that's, I mean, it is what it is. Some people never had fresh plums. So, we so, went to Costco the other Washington. night and this is the first time I have seen fresh guava at Costco. Mm-hmm. And then you even mentioned too. Um, oh, damn. This smells so good. It it does smell pretty good. Um, we also saw lychee at Costco. Yeah, that's weird. Which man. I've never seen before. But not at I was Costco. Like, at, no, not at Costco. Yeah. But our Costco, or the one here, yeah. the one on 4th Avenue if you're from Seattle, um, has guava and lychee maybe other tropical fruit we didn't see and i was like surprised yeah. like pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. i definitely want the kids to try it because they're like they're a fan of guava they're a fan of lychee but they haven't had the real yeah so oh i'm surprised you guys never gave it to them yeah because you could find those at um not the guava but you could find the lychee over at asian at supermarkets yeah <laughs> i passed by it and i was yeah. like eh, no but when i see it at costco i'm like oh shit right yeah. yeah you take yeah. the same shit bring it to costco it's like oh my god this is this is more enticing Okay, so I've had a fresh guava before in the Philippines, um, which, I mean, I don't know how many different types there are, but it was smaller than this. It tasted like an unripened apple. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so I I think I just ate it way too early, but these are extremely soft, and fuck, it smells so bomb. Like, I'll do anything for guava. Anything. Whoa, whoa. Anything. All right. All right. Okay, so we just bite into it. We don't peel it. We don't cut it. We don't anything. Okay, Mm -hmm. we're going in. Oh, my God. Mmm. I like it. It's like, you know, you don't seem like a fan. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is this? Did I just eat shit? <laughs> no, this tastes like a... I'm a little tripped out by the texture. It's kind of mushy. It's kind of grainy. Oh, that's the seeds, fool. No, but like even the... I'm sorry. It's kind of grainy. Even like oh, I see what you're saying. You could think the of like outside a, meat part of it. You could, you could think of like a soft, a really soft apple. A really soft apple. Yeah, yes. that has that grainy texture. Like yeah. a mushy apple. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. This is. I think it's pretty good. It's not as sweet as it smells. Like when you smell it, it's super fragrant. Smells really good. But you, know, you taste into it, and to me, it's like. Kind of lacking in flavor. Yeah, we need to find those pink guavas. Mm. You know, now that I think of it, it's I, I like trying this new stuff, right? Yeah, it's for pretty sure. Exciting, Cause like you know, we get to figure out what we like, what we don't like. Cause I'm used to buying the same snacks, or at least mm-hmm. um, new snacks with flavors that I'm used to trying, mm-hmm. right? But I, of course, I love guava, guava anything. Mm-hmm. But guava flavored or actual guava? Yeah, both. Okay. Like I. I hate cake, but I love guava cake. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll buy any guava drink, any guava candy, Flavored whatever. Snacks. Yeah, yeah. But what I wanted Me to mention too. is that it's ironic that we're eating guava, and today's episode is talking about how we're going to be more environmentally friendly and reducing mm-hmm. our carbon footprint. Uh huh. And it's ironic because these come from Mexico, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, you know, might not uh, might not know what. Your carbon footprint is right, mm-hmm. and if we were to just dumb it down, it's pretty much all the activities you do in your daily life 
that contribute to greenhouse emissions. Mm-hmm. So driving, buying a bunch of stuff from companies that don't have good environmental practices, right? Throwing... I was going to say just like use of electricity. Yeah, use of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> use of electricity. Even like purchasing certain food products, you know, contribute to increasing the... Um, oh, yeah. The increasing your carbon footprint, right? Because he's the had a cup from Mexico. Oh, well, yeah. Meat mm-hmm. industry. But like for these, these came from Mexico and had mm-hmm. to be delivered over here, right? Mm-hmm. Right? So there's a lot of things that contribute to your carbon footprint outside yeah. of just what you do initially, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think we realize like how how far it really goes or like all that goes into bringing a product like guava to our kitchen table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're still eating the guava. <laughs> I'm still eating the guava. The, like seeds, the seeds inside kind of tripped me out. Like they're hella crunchy over there. God. <laughs> they're like, to eat the seeds? they're the size of nerds, <laughs> but they're as hard as rocks, <laughs> like <laughs> literally. Um, you could save them. Hey, what is y'all know I'm about to start growing, uh, start growing guava, guava trees. I was gonna start say, growing guava. that's a tongue twister. You should save some seeds. What is in the middle here? Seeds. I'm kind of scared to like bite in. Bro, <laughs> no, right. it's actually not that bad. Not that bad. All right, so back to what we're initially supposed to be talking about, right? Oh. All right, actually, so before we even jump into the topic, we forgot to check in because we got so caught up with our guava tasting. Let's let's go fill everybody in because apparently we haven't released an episode. We haven't published an episode since April 26th. Mm-hmm. And today we just launched a couple more. We're definitely trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm still getting sick every once in a while, like every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got shit going on, especially with the summer coming up. It's tough for us to like try and get shit together but we are putting in work Mm -hmm. so other than the work we're putting in what's going on what's new with you our weekends these days are filled with like kids birthday parties Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know what else I was actually so upset the other weekend because it was so nice out and we didn't have any plans like I think I definitely have a case of some kind of FOMO where it's like if I'm not enjoying the outdoors or going out outside I kind of get disappointed and I feel like I've wasted the day is that still FOMO though because like what am I missing out on yeah if you don't even know I just feel like you just want to do shit like you're antsy missing it yeah I just feel like I need to be spending my time doing something or enjoying the day or I feel like the day gets away from me and then I feel like I've wasted like a perfectly good day that's funny because you're always telling me to relax and calm down or just like take some time off you're doing too much mm-hmm. and you're over here like oh I always need to be doing something I can't just be sitting around no I mean I feel like there's a balance to it though okay like you do a lot in the work sense any time of day you could always be working 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 so I'm like oh maybe you need to balance it out a little bit with a little rest and relaxation right R and R yeah uh, not the alcohol though oh, bad times but I'm just referring to I want to enjoy the day and do something with it instead of staying indoors, especially because we are so limited with sunshine here in the Pacific Northwest. Like, if it's nice out, and it was a good nice out, too. It wasn't, like, too hot, too cold. It was, like, my perfect day, which was, like, 73 degrees, okay, with a little bit of breeze. 
While we were wearing sweatsuits in 70 degrees Bro, now. Yeah. Like, how hot is it today? Probably mid to high 70s, and you are wearing a long sleeve with some sweatpants. Yeah. It, it's making me hot. Yeah, it's not It's not that hot. I'm acclimated already, so I'm good. You weren't saying that 15 minutes well, I think, ago. I mean, shit, think about it when I was in the Philippines. I coming from 90 degrees, almost 100, back to 30. And I was in my room, like, every fucking day with the heat blasted to max because it was just way too cold. Damn. Way too fucking cold. Do you get like that, though, that you need to be doing something with your time? And I'm not like just that with, working. You're like that, working. I'm like that overall. So I remember before I was, like, career-focused, I was the type of person that always needed to be out and about. Uh-huh. So I think, like, my early 20s, this one was really bad, but it was, like, associated with the breakup. Like, I didn't want to be in the house, right? So I think I was, like, 20, maybe 21. And I was out doing something every fucking day. Yeah. I was always with people. I was always talking to someone. And that was just, like, that's kind of how it started where it wasn't, like, a coping mechanism. It became my identity where I had to be functioning somewhere. I couldn't be in the house. I hate being in the house. Like, I hate just sitting. Uh-huh. I hate sitting. Like, I hate it right now. I'm sitting right now. I hate it. I but hate you're it. also recording. You're doing some kind of work. I know. If you... But you still hate it? But you don't, you don't see my body, or you're not paying attention to my body language. Like, I'm always looking around. My hands are always moving. I'm changing positions every once in a while, as long as the sound quality is okay. But I'm constantly moving. Hmm. So, like, when I'm at Vince and, Vince and Sam's house when we're kicking it, mm-hmm. they're like, Dante, you want to sit down? I'm like, no. Like, while I'm eating, I'm like, no, I'm fine right here. So what are you doing? Just standing I, I'm just up standing up. Standing up, just walking <laughs> back pacing? and forth. Yeah. Interesting. I'm a busybody. I, I don't know what it is. I was just talking to a coworker about this today, and I mentioned how in Tri-Cities, I was, like, perfectly fine at home. And I wasn't tempted to go out. I think for multiple reasons. There's not a lot of things to do there, for one. But still, I was, like, perfectly fine at home. But once I get to the city, I feel like there's so much to do, so much to see. I'm like, oh, I got to get out of the house. Like, there's things to be done. Yeah. I'm not going to be at home. It might be different when we get our own place, though. Maybe it's a mindset thing. Possibly. I mean, you guys are getting a new place soon, right? You guys been hunting? You know, we're trying. I've been actively, intensively looking for places. My best friends have been helping, too. Um, I feel like it's just a matter of time. We're just trying to find the one, right? So we actually thought... I found a pretty good listing yesterday. And I reach out to the lady. And before I know it, she's like, oh, I've received multiple applications on this already. And, like... We're going to go through them before we start scheduling showings. Oh, and shit. I'm just like, oh, damn, it's like that. Yeah. It's like people are hunting as well. So it's hard out there. That's crazy. I thought people were stressed out about, like, interest rates, right? Well, for buying but, houses. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, you're renting. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know if you even said we that. But. Sorry. We decided to rent for now. Uh-huh. Um Not purchase because the interest rate's so high. Like, I think the... Uh, Housing prices are going down, but that interest rate, it hurts right now. Not so really. we're going to wait a little Yeah. before we decide to, like, settle down somewhere. I feel it. Yeah. What about you? What have you been up to? Birthday, Birthday week. week. Yes. <laughs> so I've, I've been convinced without actively being convinced to do something for my birthday. Say that again. 
I've been convinced without actively being convinced to do something for my birthday. So uh-huh. I'm the type of person that... So, like, if someone actively convinces you, they're trying to uh-huh. convince you to do... Like, they're saying, hey, you should, you should, you should. Uh-huh. If you're passively, you might bring it up in hopes that they're going to do something, right? Okay. And if you're not... If you have no intention to, you might not bring it up at all. Okay. So, people are are always asking, like, oh, what are you going to do for your birthday? Mm-hmm. That's kind of a... Pa- that's probably... I'd put that as, like, a passive way of convincing someone without the intention of convincing them. Damn. So, it's like... You asked me, then someone else asked me, and someone else. It just trickled on down. They're like, oh, your birthday's coming up. What are you going to do? And Do you hate that, first off? I don't Be ha- honest. I don't hate it when people ask me. I hate the fact that it gets me thinking. I hate the fact that I start thinking about what I should be doing. Uh-huh. Right? Because I told you that I'm not really worried about celebrating my birthday because yeah. I feel like I haven't accomplished anything yet. Yeah. So I'm still working on shit. And so the more people that ask me, I'm like, man fuck, maybe I should do something, something kind of small, chill, whatever, maybe get about like 10, 15 people in. And then as the weeks pass by, I'm like, what am I going to cook? Then I just start thinking about like the food and the orders and shit. Then I start thinking about food and I woke up one day, I was like, I'm doing it. Yeah, we're going to do a barbecue this year because I don't think I celebrated last year, the year before. Uh-huh. Maybe the year before, I don't know. But yeah, I was like, fuck, okay, we're doing it. Then I started texting people. It was that, a whole, it was a big decision for you. Well, because when you asked me, I'm in the garden, right? You're like, you're like, have you thought about it? I'm like, at first I'm like, no, like I got to do all this plant shit. Then I got to start, I've, I've been falling off on reading articles for the gym and all that stuff. And then, and then you asked me again the following week and I was like, oh damn. And I was like, oh, I thought about it. And you're like, oh yeah, you're thinking about it, huh? I'm like, yeah, just, just thought about it. And then the I was like, state- yeah, fuck it. Let's go in. The statement you made to me that day was, I think I'm getting ready to start thinking. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I think I'm starting to get ready to think about it. And I, like, didn't really understand what that meant. Yeah. I'm like, damn, this guy is, like, really thinking about it. (laughs) Well, it's like, it's like the way that I prep for anything else. It's a lot. It's not me just sitting down thinking, like, oh, should I, should I, or should I not? It's about, like, do I have the time to even figure out whether I really want to do this? Because... It is a lot, especially when you're the person doing, like only one person doing it, right? Where you got to plan the food, the drinks, how many people, and you see how this backyard is. Like there's, to paint the picture, you know, there's plants everywhere. If you're to think of like a... A nursery. A a plant nursery Mm -hmm. without walk space. Like very limited walk space. So you're looking now, it looks like you can walk through shit. Mm -hmm. But when we're working in the daytime... That table's pulled out through the walkway. My grandpa has a saw. I've got plants pushed all over the ground. I'm repotting everything. So it's like, it's a shit show. So I'm more focused on cleaning that. Then I got to clean this like back patio area. And there's like boxes, produce boxes. I'm I'm stressed. I'm done. But yeah, I'm doing a barbecue. <laughs> I'm doing a barbecue for my birthday. So I'm I'm feeling that stress off of you when we were in the kitchen earlier. Yeah. It was, oh, so, yeah, well, what, what did I make? A guava puree, the pineapple puree, yeah. and I had some homemade lemonade yes. with lemons brought from Safeway. Yeah. And, oh. and guava <laughs> bought, bought from Costco. <laughs> the guava that we were trying earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good. Someone breaking in my car? No, we're good. It's not my car. Hold on. <laughs> 
Actually, we are safe. None of our cars. So <laughs> okay. Thanks for checking. I'm always worried about someone breaking into a car or a house in the middle of the day over here because, you know, this neighborhood is like straight out of Compton, but of Seattle. Of Seattle. Mm-hmm. So, so I, it's not that bad. No, so I've heard. <laughs> But what were we talking about? Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah. The, so the purees. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I spent some time with Dante in the kitchen today, trying to prep some things. And I think you are just, like, such a perfectionist, and you have so many ideas, and you want to do it all. It is overwhelming. Yeah. It's a lot. It's overwhelming for you to watch. I it's, think that's what it is. <laughs> Bro, I think anyone would be overwhelmed to watch. Yeah. And... It's funny. Uh, it's funny. No, my grandpa was like, my grandpa saw the groceries I carried in yesterday, and he was like, what are you making now? I was like, oh, this is a mango sago and some other desserts. And he's like. And then. <laughs> he just sounded so stressed. I was like, don't worry. I'm the one taking care of it. Don't worry. But, the, but okay, from my point of view, uh, I don't think. Like, okay, I love to host, right? Yeah. When we had our own house, I loved having people over and cooking them, you know, cooking for them, whatever, providing. But the thing is, I feel like you need, you can pick out, like, one hard um, recipe, like, a little bit more extensive yeah, is yeah. what I mean by hard. Uh-huh. And then the rest can be, like, easy stuff you just throw throw together yeah, or whatever. Yeah, for sure. You, I feel like you're doing, like, six hard things, ranging from, like, beverages to recipes to like a dessert drink like all across the board don't front though so you said the lemonade was really sweet i wasn't i don't know how sweet people like drinks Mm -hmm. because i don't like things sweet at all but Mm -hmm. it was pretty good it was good so so people think (laughs) oh lemonade 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 yeah i I get it i get it lemonade is pretty basic but when you do the the lemon simple syrup along with the lemon bomb in there Uh mixed in with the lemon candied lemon peels oh my Fucking God. And we and we threw in the guava puree? Guava puree. There was some pineapple Man. puree. Man. I'm going to say it was very good. It's just a lot on your plate, a lot to like, do. If you drank it blindfolded, you would think you're in, in Hawaii. That's, I don't know that's, about that one. I'm okay, just no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that drink we had at um, my best friend's restaurant at Pie Place Market, and how we're like, ooh, this tastes like... You know when you drink oh, a drink, it's yeah. like... This is the, this drink just makes me feel like I'm on vacation. Okay, anyways. I was too drunk to I know. digress. Oh. Yeah. One and done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, speaking of, since we are kind of celebrating your pre-birthday celebration. Bad today, idea. we are drinking Cutwater Mai Tais. Oh, man, don't tell them the brand. They don't get, they don't sponsor us. Well, maybe they will. <laughs> no. What do you think no, about it? It's Cutwater Mai Tais. Might be not better over ice. Bad. Not bad. I'm uh I'm not a mixed drink in a can type of person. Yeah. You know, I don't like to sip on anything. So that's my problem where like I just want to go in and Are you gonna down this right now? No. I'm just kidding. No. I got work to do after this. So <laughs> um my thing is like with the crown and coke, did you have that? The pre packaged one before? Yes. Yeah, so that was that was a shit show. I chugged two one day around eleven AM. And hit the mall, and everything was vibrant. Like, everything was glowing. Vibrant? Yeah, it was... Never. You've you've never been day drinking and stepped outside of a bar into daylight? Uh Uh-huh. Think about day drinking in Vegas. If you're inside uh, drinking, and then you step out, and it's just so bright. Okay, never mind. This is what it is. (laughs) Never mind. It's like I'm in my own little zone. 
Yeah, but I, no, I need to chill. I'm not trying to get too wasted. I might not even get that drunk on my birthday. Actual birthday and birthday weekend, because we got to record the following day. So you said we have to catch up. Oh my god, I'm kind of worried. But yeah, I mean, other than that, you know, getting ready for the big plant sale in July. So if you are in Seattle, yes, be ready come for that. out, come see us. It'd actually be dope to see some listeners. It would be, yes. What stalkers we got out there? If you were in the Seattle area, mid July, we'll keep you posted. When it's about to happen. Dante's going to host a plant sale. Plant sale slash yard sale. It's because going to be like, crazy. Again, he is running a nursery back here, you guys. Uh, yeah, the plant yeah, sale should be, be, should be really good. More it's details good. to come. Yeah. I mean, I'm really <laughs> hoping to get more people gardening. I think that's part of the reason why I'm really doing this, you know? Yeah. Because uh, aside from the gym, that's going to be a business, but I do want yeah. a plant nursery someday as well. I think it is pretty cool that you do this just because I don't see a lot of people our age doing this sort of thing Yeah. Um, to your scale. I mean, some people might have like a little small backyard garden, yeah. right? People might have a raised bed or two, but not in this capacity yeah. that you have. And I think what it's shown me is just how, how possible it is uh-huh. like to make it happen. Because, I mean, I saw these plant starts almost start at seedlings. Yeah. And then we're how far in? Three months? Four months? Yeah. It's nice. And they're pretty good sizes. I'm like, okay, look at this. All you need is some patience. Well, I showed you earlier, too. So my grandpa actually bought a couple plants from the nursery, right? Same exact stuff we have here. Yeah. And at first, I was like, oh, this guy ain't got no faith. Then I was like, oh, well, he's just old, doesn't have memory. And so he didn't realize he bought the same exact plants. Uh-huh. And they're right next to each other. And you saw it earlier, the clear distinction between the leaf colors and the sizes of the leaves, right? The size of the whole plant where, you know, I, I feel like I've been taking a lot more care of it than most nurseries to where, like, they look a lot healthier than what you would buy in a store. The homegrown stuff, your stuff, seem a lot more, like, is hardy, the word? A little bit just... More, more big body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was gonna say thicker. Yeah, I wouldn't like say big body. Yeah, uh, more nutrient dense. <laughs> let's say, that. <laughs> let's say that. Let's say that. And so, like, so one of my goals with this whole nursery, you know, underground nursery thing, is like getting more people involved with gardening and seeing the difference it makes when you actually um, grow all your stuff from home, right? Mm-hmm. And everything's from farm to table. And that's the, is that the right term? Farm I think I've, I've heard you say more than anybody for some reason. But, you know, when it's from farm to table, it's, it tastes a lot better. And you know what's actually going into your food, right? Mm-hmm. And around your food. And then on top of that, you know, it relates to the topic that we're talking about today, which is reducing your carbon footprint. You have the stuff out in your yard. All you got to do is step outside the house, mm-hmm. you know, a few feet, pick some things, and then you're good to go. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's true. How many times have I gone to the grocery store and told you, like, oh, I'm going to go buy cilantro. Yeah. Or I'm going to go buy parsley. And you're like, I got that in the front yard. Right. And I'm like, okay, and that, help and someone out here. That's actually, a good, that's actually a good point. So let's say the cilantro. Do you use all the cilantro? No. Well, <laughs> sometimes. It depends on what I'm cooking. But most of the time, no. I'm okay. using, like, a couple sprigs or whatever you call it. I was going to say either you're really rare or I'm a problem. Because no. I'd never use the whole thing. Oh. And so it makes me think, like, okay, they're over, 
they're overdrawing all this shit, right? And they're bundling up a, up a bunch of stuff that people aren't going to be using. Mm-hmm. And then where does it go? Does everybody throw it in yard waste? Probably not. Might right. go to landfills. And without even thinking about it, you know, you could, it might just be one little thing that you're doing. But as a collective, if you have a whole bunch of people in one area doing the same thing, you could be doing a lot more harm to the environment than you actually think, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think you talked to your mom one day about recycling or yard waste or something. And she was like, I'm only one person. I was talking to her about reducing the use of, of plastic, uh-huh. like single-use plastic, because... I want to say she uses Ziplocs, like Ziploc bags, a lot and whatnot. And I had just bought stasher bags, which if you don't know what stasher bags are, they're pretty, they're essentially silicone um, Ziploc bags that you can like put in the microwave, put in the oven, just reuse time and time and time again. Okay. I love them. They're great. And I was like trying to get her on it, but but her attitude towards it and what I think is a lot of people's attitudes towards just reducing or reusing reusing recycling all of that it's just like i'm only one person like we're doomed as a whole what difference can i make yeah you know i mean would you agree a lot of people yeah have that mindset i think so you know i've I've been at friends houses before where they'll throw something in the garbage i'll take it i'm like i'll I'll just rinse it off and go away like it should be a plastic cup right yeah i'm like no no it's not that big of a deal i'm like well the recycle's just right there you know, and I think just the idea of having to do a little extra work is kind of excessive for people, you know? And my, my grandpa sometimes, yeah. my grandpa sometimes, he will, he, I don't know how he picks and chooses when to recycle. He'll eat the same oh. thing out of a can, uh-huh. one day rinse everything off and recycle it, mm-hmm. next day d- throws it in the garbage, and I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? And, he, and I'm rinsing it, and he's like, just throw it away. I'm like, no, 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 no. let's put it in the recycle, mm-hmm. we'll be okay. My thing is that it takes up less space uh-huh. um, in the garbage can. We have a small garbage can here because we don't yeah. we don't use a lot of garbage or throw. We don't have a lot of waste mm-hmm. that we throw out. And so I think that, yeah, you know, I really think it's just the thought of how much effort it takes to do it mm-hmm. is a little too much for people. <laughs> okay. I've, I have like a couple comments um, to piggyback off of what you just said. Mm-hmm. One, you have a small garbage can or a trash can. Yeah. People might not understand what they what you mean by that if they live elsewhere in the country oh, because yeah, we right. live in the Pacific Northwest where we are required to compost. Mm-hmm. So we have like a garbage bin. We have we a recycle We live in King bin. County where we're required to compost. Okay, King County of Washington State. Yeah. So we have a garbage bin a compost bin or yard waste, and then a recycle bin. Yeah. And, like, if you don't compost your yard waste, you could get potentially fined for it where they and they don't pick up your garbage. I thought that was a lie. Which has happened to my parents before. <laughs> so it is a fact and has happened, especially when they were, like, trying to implement this to begin with. Yeah. The reason why you point out our specific county, King County, is because when I was living in eastern Washington, which was, like, Benton... Franklin County, I believe, they do not require yard waste or composting over there, okay. and which was like a mind trip to me. Like I yeah. couldn't, I just couldn't grasp my mind around it. And it was so weird to be throwing yard waste and garbage after, you know, being kind of conditioned, if you will, yeah. for so long. And then even like in Richland, so I was in Kennewick, in Richland, which is just a couple miles away where my cousin lives, 
they don't even require recycling, which was like mind blowing to me. <laughs> what? So they just had one garbage bin. No, I'm sorry. She had like five garbage bins. Yeah. One day I was at someone's house where they didn't recycle. They didn't have a recycling bin. <laughs> So I took a paper bag and I threw all the recycling stuff in the bag and I and took I took it home, it home with me to throw oh, in the recycle. <laughs> Man, I was like I was like junior Captain Planet out here back in the day. Yeah, so I mean I know I like I don't know what other parts of the country are this green, mm-hmm. if you will, but I don't think it's a lot, you know. Yeah. And so I think some places make it more accessible to yard waste or to compost and to recycle because everywhere we go here there's receptacles for it yeah other parts of the country not so accessible and so yeah people are going to be lazy or not care and just throw everything in the garbage Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know it's to me it's just crazy because every day you hear about climate change or at least like my news feeds uh my social media feeds i hear a lot about it and it's like i want to do what i can to try to make a change. And even if you think that it's, you're only one person, the fact is that if you believe it could make a difference, why not try? You know, yeah. that's the thing I don't understand. And I, I guess some people don't believe in global warming. Some people don't think that greenhouse gases can contribute to that. And, you know, there are a lot of conspiracies out there. <laughs> you gave me that look. Mm. Some people think that there's... That the government is actually, like, controlling the weather on Earth, and we live in a simulation. What is this? Uh, Cloudy with a chance of meatballs? Uh, this is, hey, <laughs> you never know, you never know. But, I mean, I think it's, I mean, some people think that's as real as reality TV, right? You know? <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I'm li- <laughs> I can't with you. Hey, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna fucking knock you for that for a while. That I reality like- TV shit. Okay, I feel like I kind of want to clear the air on this a little bit. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it later. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think that, I think that when you're given the chance to make a difference, like why not? Mm-hmm. You know, something as simple as like, especially in the Northwest, where most houses don't have air conditioning. You mm-hmm. know, if you could make a difference in your area to keep your area cooler, or at least your house cooler, mm-hmm. why not do it? You know, there was this video talking about how. Temperatures rose in certain areas because they cut down all the trees. Mm-hmm. And when the trees were planted, they could have been, uh, they could have reduced the temperature by at least like 10 degrees, right? And it's not just because of the shade. Mm-hmm. Uh, something about the process of like CO2 consumption, oxygen, oxygen production, how it helps to cool the area. And, you know, if you have enough space in your, in your house, like plant a tree or two, you'll be fine. Oh, those that live in Washington, um, I want to say Seattle. Well, Seattle for sure. Possibly other surrounding cities. If you check with the city, you can get a tree for free. Ooh, Did you know how about that? Fun, uh. That's probably a dumbass tree, but it's free. What you got there? Okay, so, so Cameron, my son, recently got this book. I don't know where he got it. I think he got it from school somewhere. But it is an Usborne book, and it's called Can We Really Help the Polar Bears? And so we read this book, and what I really like about it is it does explain exactly this topic we're talking about today for children. And what is the problem with burning fossil fuels and 
CO2 and how that's like a greenhouse gas, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, like it goes into all the details. They actually talk about trees in here, okay? Oh, for real? So it says, trees spend all day sucking up the CO2 around them. Mm, okay. They store the C-bit, carbon, and they let the O2 out, which is oxygen, the gas that we need to breathe. So if you turn, if you destroy a tree, the carbon turns into CO2 again. But if you let it grow, it can suck up even more CO2. That's pretty dope. Okay. What I also really like about this book is like, it asks the kids like, what's the problem with uh, powering vehicles or heating up our house, all sorts of things. And then like coming up with solutions on like, what can we do differently? Uh-huh. Which I think is why it matters, right? I think, at least for me, it's important for me because I want to make it, I want my kids to care about it so they can, like, create a better world or environment for yeah. them. I want them to care. Well, what's tough is, like, if even if you give people the knowledge, uh-huh. for some reason it's hard for them to believe. Yeah. Something like this. Yeah. You know, you could tell someone that, oh, red wine doesn't go well with fish. And they're like, oh, shit, oh someone told God. me that. Let me so, try like, another we can't wine. Do that. Yeah, right? But it's like, no one explained to you why yeah. it doesn't, and but you're willing to accept it, right? Yeah. But when it comes to this type of shit, I, I don't understand why it's so hard for people to just try. Out of you sight, know? out of mind. If they don't The think, recycling bin is in your sight. That's not what I mean. <laughs> they can taste the red wine and the fish. Does it pair well or not? Oh, it doesn't pair well. Yeah, let me try something else. No, what I'm saying is oh. that with that example, like, yeah, definitely not that. But with that example that I gave... I was saying that people are just told that without mm-hmm. even trying it, and they're willing to not even give it a chance. I guess what I'm trying to say is they can experience it right away. It's like, um, what do you call it? When you can experience something right away versus not? Instant gratification? Instant gratification. It's kind of like the whole, like, out of sight, out of mind. If you can't see the effects that oh, I see what you're climate saying. Okay. change is doing yeah. you're not gonna care i'm sorry i'm sorry but I'm sorry. if you're like oh yeah i know that wine doesn't go well with fish but i like it and i want to enjoy it for dinner like you know they can experience it right away versus not or be or just be blind to it and i deny, see i see and deny climate change even though we've been experiencing it we live in seattle which actually i no 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 so i i completely get what you're saying now Thank I you. completely get what you're saying. Thank you. I don't agree with the examples you used, <laughs> but I completely get what you're saying. So, for example, if I had a bunch of trees out here, right? Let's say let's say they walk up to my house at a party. There's just a bunch of trees out here, and it feels really cool in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And I, but they're in the sun. Everyone's like, why is it still cooler out here than it is in the front? And I explain to them why and what's, what's going on with the trees. They're probably more likely to understand that it's beneficial to have the trees around, then if I just said, hey, get some trees, you'll be cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they, they're actually feeling mm-hmm. the, um, the reward yeah. from that, right? See? Instant gratification. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know. You know. What okay. I'm, to say. I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. No, it's, you know, for me, I feel like it's been... I'm trying to be conscious about all the ways that I'm negatively impacting the environment. Uh-huh. And, you know, with the garden, I feel like I'm doing really well. I'm trying to drive less, um, having less waste. I don't buy any plastic product. 
when it comes to like grocery shopping. Yeah. I try to limit the amount of individually packaged items. Um, if there's mm-hmm. items that come in containers, mm-hmm. then I try to buy the glass bottles, mm-hmm. especially ones with metal caps, not with plastic caps. They're more expensive, but it, I mean, it makes a difference, right? And with the glass, you know, you, there's, there's a certainty that the glass is going to be recycled. You know, there's some debate out there with, with what really happens with the plastic. But with the glass, you know, I, I feel like there's so many options. And I've actually seen a company that does glass recycling in the area. So what they do is they break down all the glass, um, turn it into really tiny, fine granules, right? Uh-huh. Then they repurpose it as sand for beaches when they're trying to restore beach areas. Which is pretty dope. I saw them when they first started on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Don't remember the name. You know, if we can, I'll remember to put it in the description. I'll look it up and put it in the description. But... You know, I saw them when they first started. Uh, they were collecting glass bottles around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then they just blew up. She leased out a fucking... Is this, should they're local then? or No, they're not or... local. Oh, oh. They, they just do this for their community. Oh, okay. So they're in Detroit, maybe? Okay. Somewhere in the Midwest. I think Detroit's part of the Midwest. Okay. Still don't know what the Midwest is, but... Oh, I get it now. Yeah, what revelation oh. did, just came to mind, well, Dante? <laughs> Tell the people. Hold on, hold on. Okay. This, this may be, this, this is going to sound really, really stupid. So, um, the Midwest, is it because it's the middle of the Western society? That's why there's no Mideast? I wouldn't be able to say. Because we are the Western society. Mm-hmm. Ah, whatever. Whatever. So, so, but yeah, so they got the glass bottle mm-hmm. stuff going on. And, you know, for me, I'm trying to be more conscious about my decision-making, the one thing I know for sure I haven't given up are shoes. Mm. I, I've i been struggling with that because I, I don't buy used shoes. I try to stay away from refurbished, even if I really... Unless I really, really want them and you can't find them anymore, mm-hmm. then I'll do that. But for the most part, I want all my products to be new. And yeah, and with clothing. I was going to say, do you thrift shop? Sometimes, not really, because I get overwhelmed with all the options. Uh-huh. It's worse than a Cheesecake Factory menu. Oh, yeah. So That's pretty overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, that's why Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> I just, same thing. I don't even look through the menu. What is it? Um, chicken Madeira. Chicken, nope, Chicken Parmesan. Oh, damn. Should try the Chicken Madeira one time. It's pretty good. Okay, <laughs> You anyways. say that because I'm black? It's kind of racist. Absolutely not. It's racist. bomb. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, 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 yeah, I, I try to thrift shop every once in a while, but when it comes to clothes, I don't contribute to fast fashion purchases. You don't? No, not at all. I used to before. Yeah. The white tee, the solid color tees, I used to go to H&M, uh, I never went to Zara, um, H&M's, buy some of the cheaper stuff at Nordstrom's, Target maybe. Foot action. Oh Sorry. my <laughs> god, what was it, the 5 for 20 deals back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never I got the tall tees though because I'm not tall. I spent hours holding them. <laughs> yeah, I bet you hated it when kids would come in during the rush. If you no, it, the actually, rush. they already knew their size. You know, they just grabbed and go. Oh, they didn't mess it up? They so, actually went into purchase? Not really, no. Just, but, we put a shit ton out, you know? <laughs> so, so, yeah, blank tees like that. You know, even the blank Kirkland tees, I don't buy those anymore because they don't last that long. And then it's, after a while, you realize that if you spend more money on quality items, you don't have to buy new shit. I mean... Yes, I agree, but also no, not obtainable for everyone. Like, that's hard. Like, I mentioned these stasher bags from earlier. 
one snack size bag. Okay, everyone imagine a snack size Ziploc bag. One of those is $10. What's a snack size Ziploc bag? You know, it's just like a rectangular one. It's on oh, a sandwich like a half bag. of a sandwich bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That is $10 for a stasher bag. Okay. And if it's like, I thought about this myself. I'm like, if my stasher bag is already filled, I don't have another one. Mm-hmm. But if I do have a whole box of single-use plastic Ziploc bags, I have like 50. The thing with that, I, and, you know, same thing with, like, healthy food out there at fast food. Like, it's always going to be more expensive for the better option. But that's just not achievable for hey, everyone. Okay, so food's a little bit different. Food's a little bit different. So they upmark that shit because they know people are going to want to worry about their health more. So they're more willing to pay higher prices for healthier options. Okay, okay. That's Because, like, okay. having a fucking... A lettuce wrap burger or lettuce wrap whatever versus mm-hmm. versus nachos. I mean, why is a lettuce wrap item a lot more expensive when you could go to the fucking grocery store? When a piece of lettuce doesn't even cost two cents. Convenience. Oh. They're paying for convenience, too. No, not... Oh, well, okay, so yeah, paying for convenience, <laughs> obviously, because someone's prepping it for you. No. But the point is that... The fact that it's the healthier option, that item would be in more demand, would have a higher demand. So people are are more willing to pay a higher price for it. Mm-hmm. Just like organic food. So yeah. organic organic items are priced higher, but they're taking less shit out. Mm-hmm. There's less steps to making it. So why are you paying more for it? I don't know. That's, that's the shit that bothers me. I get you might have to take a little bit more care for it, but realistically, how much more work are you doing to keep it organic? Mm-hmm. You know? I just think about how, like, the right thing to be done is not, a, like, it's not cheap, right? So you're talking about fast fashion. Oh, that's, yeah, sorry. That, uh, you lost me for a, sec- for a second. <laughs> that's what you were saying. So the Ziploc bags. Now, do you think, like, you sat down and figured out how to make it possible? Because I mean that to is to reduce my Ziploc use. No, no, no sorry, to obtain more of those reusable Ziploc bags, even though they're expensive. Mm. Have I thought about how? Yeah. Besides buying them. Well, because do you have them already? I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought there was an issue with getting a bunch of them at once. No. Not saying. I mean, not saying an issue. Sorry. I thought you were unwilling to purchase a lot of them at once. Oh no! I have like four stasher bags, y'all. That shit is like expensive okay <laughs> you don't get it because like a gallon size stasher bag yeah. i want to say it's like 20 30 bucks for how often one are you, how often are you using it though so it depends on what i'm using it for i could use it to store food yeah and then pop it in the oven it goes in the oven or i can use it to marinate like a salmon and i could pop it in the oven like it's great because it has multiple uses right but at the same time, if I'm using it, I can only be using that one, and then I have to be done with it in order to use it again. So, oh, this is blowing my mind. So what kind of toothbrush do you have at home? Like an Oral-B. Battery powered? Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to guess you paid about 80 bucks for it, right? Probably, yeah. Okay. How much do you think a single, not a single use, one toothbrush... Uh, a manual toothbrush, that's kind of weird to say. Like a regular toothbrush? A regular toothbrush. How much do you think that costs? 
I don't know, five, six, eight dollars. Hell no, probably like two, two or do- three. <laughs> five, six, eight bucks. It's probably like two or three bucks. So, in my eyes, that's kind of the same thing. You know, I mean, I guess the toothbrush is an everyday thing. You don't have to worry about it. But eventually, you're going to throw it out. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Same thing goes with the bristles on the top of a mm-hmm. Oral-B or whatever mm-hmm. your device is. Oh, it's a Sonicare, actually. Oh, my bad. Bougie. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> So when you said Oral B, I was like, uh, no, what, no, no. What is is Oral B bad? No, I don't know. It's a Sonicare though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit, I gotta check mine now. You got me worried. But I, I see it as the same thing, where like you're willing to pay a higher price for something for only specific items, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, what do you see? What kind of bird is that? Oh, that's the fucking no. That bird's not going in the thing. It's like a red-headed bird. Yeah. So that one's. Oh, that's Jamal. Uh, Hi, Jamal. It's like, nah, that's not Jamal. That's Danny. It's like, I don't, oh, I've never seen that bird before. Okay, we can call her Mimi. Uh, so we got who? Mimi. We got the rats, Joey and... Franklin. Franklin. Okay, <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry. Anyways, so, what a wildlife back here. I'm sure you guys can hear that. Yeah. So what I was mentioning earlier is like, why are you more willing to spend more on a toothbrush? That's battery powered. Where you're still disposing of the... Of the heads, and, right? Yep, yep. But uh-huh. you're not willing to pay for the bags, right? listen, my toothbrush is used for that and only that. I, You know, brushing my teeth twice a day. It sits there perfectly fine. It's not being double used. My stasher bag, if it is marinating one thing, what if I want to marinate another thing? You buy two. Or what if I want... And that's 40... That's like... That, say that's 40 bucks. Yeah. You're only marinating for t- something for one day. For two bags. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's I get it. Like I get the struggle in it. That's like, I can get this box of, you know, thirty or however many gallon sized bags. Like I get it. But every. <laughs> I bet the listeners it, are like, "What the fuck is going on? Weren't they just talking about like trying to reduce their carbon footprint, and now she's kind of going to get like it? I see it from both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, is like. I'm not perfect. I do purchase fast fashion. Yeah. But I do try, like, I'm aware and I do try when I can. Hold on. What's what's the brand of those reusable bags? Stasher? Yeah. Okay. So, everybody, please buy Stasher bags. I'm fine with putting that brand name out there because that's saving the environment. <laughs> um, my, pro- my thing is that you're marinating something for one night. Mm-hmm. So you're saying like Even if just, you want to marinate it too. Yeah. You have two sasher bags. 40 bucks. I guess I just have so many uses for a Ziploc bag is my thing. You can't marinate, you can't cook anything with a Ziploc bag in an oven. You shouldn't be putting Ziploc bags in the microwave. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. Like I also use these containers for like my kids' snacks. I'm so confused. Snack. Containers or bags? Sorry, they're bags, okay. but I use them as container. Like no, I understand like, that part. Uh-huh. I get that. I uh-huh. get that. What I'm saying is making the effort to put more money in something, for one, it's going to take up less space. Yes. Uh, two, you're going to have less trash thrown away. Yes. That's a huge plus. Three, how, how long can you use these for? Ever. Yes. I heard one lady had them for like 200 years. What's so funny? They haven't even been around for 200 years. Okay. So, uh, so I heard but years, they said they yes. can last for 200 years. Yes. So anyways, you can use this product for a really long time. Yeah. 
And I, I guess I'm puzzled just because of the investment, right? Yeah. Where, you know, it's... You want convenience. Oh, actually, I guess this goes back to your whole instant gratification thing, right? Uh-huh. So, you know, you want to be able to use something right away. Mm-hmm. You got it. You don't want to have any type of conflict with being able to use an item. What you got there? Stasher? I just pulled up stashers and, like, and it for said, example, get 40% off? a seven-pack kit is $94. That's cheap. Cheap. That's seven packs. Mm-hmm. For ninety four, mm-hmm. I I buy a pair of shoes for two hundred that I probably wear once every two months. I know, but people also say, yeah, for ninety four dollars, I can get like hundreds of Ziploc bags. But to that, we say it's not any good. For, it's not good for the environment. Uh, it's uh, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I think in America we have a problem with abundance. You're more willing to pay for something that has a high volume mm-hmm. or high quantity cap, yeah, right? For sure. But you never really think about, like, why do I need why? this much? Why? You know? Yeah. Like, how many restaurants do you go to where they give they have a food challenge? Or they want to have the biggest fucking burger. Or we give the largest size meals. I'm like, we don't need to be eating this fucking much. When I went to the Philippines... Is that just American society? Maybe? I want to say it is. Yeah. Because when you were in the Philippines. In Canada, I didn't see much of a difference. In Mexico, our meals weren't really like huge, but I feel like they're the same size as like other Mexican meals here, right? But when I was in the Philippines, like it was half the size of our standard meals here. And that was fine. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's like what the fuck do I need seven pounds of fries for? What the fuck? <laughs> I could barely eat seven pounds of anything. Except for palabo. Oh, I need to make a new batch. Uh, oh, well. but No, for sure. We do have a problem with having an abundance of things. Overconsumption here, man. And that's also a contributing factor to greenhouse emissions, you know? You know, no one considers the amount of carbon emissions or, like, your carbon footprint when it comes to, like, the agricultural aspect. Mm-hmm. Where, think about your water consumption. They're spraying a shit ton of water. I heard... That What'd coffee, what are those called? Coffee farms, coffee, whatever, wherever they grow the coffee at, that's the, the beans. Yeah, wherever they grow the coffee beans at, that is the top top five business for water consumption in the world, at least at the time. One of my clients went to a, they went to a coffee production coffee plant. <laughs> I'll figure it out, but they went to one of those coffee places, and. They give the whole tour and, you know, they give you the history of it, like the process and everything. And she asked the guy, like, you guys use a lot of water here. And there's a lot of maintenance that that occurs in these areas, in these fields. Is it worth it? And he goes, this is probably the worst thing to be purchasing in agriculture. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Which I try to reduce my coffee intake. It's, that's, oh, I guess that's another thing. Along with shoes, coffee. I can't stop. Damn. I can't stop. I'm trying you know, it's it's tough because I'm busy. I need my drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I need my drugs. Well, I guess for you. Yeah. Throughout the year, like, do you ever think of, like, man, I'm being too wasteful? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, like, for example, so when we were in Tri-Cities, I think I was, like, I was in a better mindset, like a more uh, intentional mindset. Okay. As far as... Reducing my carbon footprint, if you will, right? I would buy in bulk. 
I would separate it into reusable containers um, and go from there, right? That's just one way. This is just one example. Now that I am back in the city and we are not yet living in our own space and 80% of our stuff are still in storage, like I don't have access to my stasher bags. I don't have access to a lot of my belongings, which is a little bothersome, but it's bothersome and I'm not in the correct mindset. And I'm just like, F it, Ziploc bags, where you at? I feel it. It's tough when you're not in your own environment, right? When you don't have complete control over the situation. I was going to say control is the... Is the hard thing. Yeah. What is, but what's the thing you think you could change to try to get at least a hold of the situation, right? Because there are certain things that are going to be out of your control. Mm-hmm. But what is in your control and what can you at least try to make an effort to control? I mean, I can't, I can't think of a lot right now. Um, well, why? Okay, so let's say fast fashion. Yeah. Why do you even do that? <laughs> purchase fast fashion yeah well let's explain so fast I will fashion say, for those that don't know okay go. it's pretty much just items that are cheap you can buy right away right and they only last a few uses a few, several uh, that's you throw it in the washers disintegrated i, I want to say maybe maybe after a month or two if you use if you use it on the regular right mm. so yeah why do you contribute to that rather than purchasing so personally, so my boys are growing weeds. They are constantly growing. And I feel like every three months or so, I'm having to buy them clothes because they're growing out of their clothes. So it's like, why? I'm not going to spend so much money on a t-shirt for them when they're just going to grow out of it three months later. Uh-huh. Right? But for myself, you know, when it comes to myself in fast fashion, I think of variety. I think I could buy staple pieces like jackets, outerwear, a good blazer, a good pant, you know, or two. Okay. So higher quality, lasts me a long time. But for other pieces, maybe like some tops, some tank tops or whatever, like that's going to be fast fashion for me. So I understand the boys, but why you? Why me? Yeah. I think for variety. But you can still get a variety out of quality items. I just can't buy as much, though. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? So it is the quantity thing. It is the quantity. Yeah, okay. It is a quantity thing. Like, if I want... Like, say, for example, we're just talking about T-shirts. Yeah. Okay? And I would love a T-shirt in, like, white, gray, black, blue. Okay. I mean, you could buy a good quality T-shirt for, what, $60, $80? Yeah. Or I can easily go to Target and get that for, like, $8 each and have, like, so much more. I think it's just so much easier and it's just like not as accessible. And it's like, I can spend how much? $400 on four t shirts. Okay, or... hold on. Let's go back to the 60 to 80. Uh huh. So it's either 240 to 320. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm like rounding way up. I'm rounding way up. I spent $5,000. But do you see what I mean? I, I get it, but at the same time, like, how spend, often do you wear those shirts? I can spend two to... Say I wear them a lot. I mean, I, t- I totally get it. Like, good quality. They're going to last you a long time. You're going to get a lot more uses out of them in the long run, opposed to a little cheapy tank top at Target, right? I don't know. Do you care about your clothing? Do you care to take care of them? Yeah. So I don't throw it away. I mean, I think about what happens if I get, like, holes in my socks, right? 
<laughs> Some people wear that shit to like. There's one strand. It looks like you're wearing a thong slipper, but. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and I'm like, damn, that's just thread. It's one thread. So, <laughs> imagine pulling a long string, just one string out of the washer to throw it in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> that's hella funny okay so do i do, care do yes you remember my socks yeah that was okay they weren't that I mean, bad they really were not bad hey, and then i got new socks do you i never clown on anybody's <laughs> socks whatever they want to wear do you it doesn't that's you don't not my thing believe you just clown with your eyes i'm just like hmm. <laughs> peasant her choices <laughs> <laughs> poor dis- poor life decisions no so so, like, with socks, like, the minute I find the hole, and I'm like, okay, toss them out. Because, for me, I get the padded socks, right? Like, mm-hmm. the padded Nike socks. And I use them for sports. I use them for weightlifting. Like, people th- don't think it makes a difference. When I had fractures in my legs, mm-hmm. I could tell. If I didn't wear padded socks, there wasn't enough cushion to support the forest. Where, like, you think, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Well, mm-hmm. if you understand, like... If you understand physics and ground reaction force, then you'll get an idea of how much force is actually applied. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a minimal amount of padding, mm-hmm. but for me, it made a huge difference in pain and comfort mm-hmm. while I was doing my activities. So sure, there was that, and they lasted longer. Uh-huh. So when I just bought those one time, you know, when you go to the Nike outlet or the Nike store when they have the socks right in front by the checkout, yeah. When I started buying those, tear through those things right away. Mm. And they were so uncomfortable because they never... They had, like, no structure. There's no structure. And <laughs> I just felt like they kept slipping. I'm like, is my foot just weird? Is it wrong? Or does, is everyone just accepting of it? <laughs> I feel like at this point, everyone just accepts it's it. It's just a piece of cloth that covers the foot. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right? Now, those are the socks that turn into that strand that you find in the washer. So, okay. Sounds like you've had some firsthand experience. Well, there's that. And I did work for Nike, so we had to go over the diagrams of how the socks were structured, like how they were built. And, you know, again, quality over quantity for me. Yeah. Because if you take care of your items, they're going to last you a lot longer. And how often are you really stepping outside of the house to wear them? So for me, like I probably have, I don't have a lot of clothes, but I probably have like, I don't. It's not compared to, to some, compared to like some people. Sure, sure, sure. So, for me, I, let's say just regular t-shirts to wear. I probably have like five to eight of, diff, of one color. Five to eight items of each color. Okay, so like five different white graphic tees, five different gray, five different black, and five <coughs> different blue. So it's like, it's a variety, and they cost, they cost more than your average fast fashion purchase. <laughs> but the idea is that, you know, I wasn't really stepping out. I just... Like, you guys, all the listeners know and you know, like, all I do is fucking work. I don't really do shit. And it's lasted me a while where, like, I was comfortable with spending that much because I was probably only going to wear it, like, once once a month, if that. I got a white t-shirt that I bought. I spent maybe <laughs> 60, 70 bucks on it. Still haven't worn it. I oh, just bought why it. Not? What was that? Why not? There's no need to wear it. Oh. I just bought it because I knew I wasn't going to be able to find something that fit mm-hmm. like that in a while. Uh-huh. So you just and it. it was really good quality. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, at some point I'm going to wear it. Okay. But sure. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And same thing with dress pants, dress shirts, dress yeah. shoes. I noticed the items that I used to buy in high school 
you know, the cheaper stuff at Macy's, the cheaper Calvin Klein t-shirts. And there's, there's nothing wrong with them if you buy them. Mm-hmm. But for me, like, the fit didn't feel the same. Collars would wear out really quick. They st- Once you wear them a couple of times, they're just wrinkled, no mm-hmm. matter how much you iron them. And mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it, I don't want to... Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with cardboard dress shirts anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, like, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum where I try to invest, but I use, but I try to get a, a realistic idea of how often am I going to wear it mm-hmm. and how soon do I need it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am all for it. Mm-hmm. I just <laughs> <laughs> one day want to not worry about the price associated with yeah. it. You know what I mean? Because like I said, these prices are not like family friendly, if you know what I mean. Yeah, y'all got a crazy budget. So, we think too. Well, what I say to those those that are worried about items that cost so much, I mean, think about how much you spend when you go out to eat. Oh my gosh, think I know. How, think about how much you spend to go out to a bar. I, yes, absolutely. You know, I, I think about like, oh, you spend seventy oh, bucks on drinks for rounds. Like, I oh, know. you could have spent you could have spent seventy bucks on some home goods. You would have been fine. Home goods. That's what. That's what that's called. The right? store. The store. Oh no no no! no. I mean like, sorry, home goods oh. meaning like items that go inside the house. Oh. Uh-huh. Is that a like sporting goods? Okay. Those are goods for sporting. Mm-hmm. Home goods are goods <laughs> for home meaning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. I, and I think that's how I'm going to challenge myself this year is just to try to reduce, try to reduce my carbon footprint by just analyzing all the items that I'm wasting money on, mm. especially ones that are unnecessary. Shoes, mm. I'm not giving up that shit. Mm. Love shoes too much. Oh, shoes come out tomorrow. Mm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So shoes, I'm not going to give up. I think. You know, it was ironic. We had the guava earlier. Yeah. But hey, wait. <laughs> For those that are consistently following this podcast, wait till I get my plant nursery and my house with the fucking greenhouse and I start growing, growing guava, mangoes, passion fruit, all this tropical shit in Seattle. You guys are going to be amazed. Shout out to the blue vanilla banana guy. There you go. Hope he's listening. He's in Seattle. Okay, cool. All right, what about you? You got any plans to be a Miss Captain Planet? Wait, you could just be a Captain Planet. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, his Captain Planet was a dude. Mm-hmm. He was the mm-hmm. actual character was a dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I never watched, by the way. I don't think I did. No childhood. That's what everyone says. <laughs> I think we're sheltered in Hawaii, but um, I think just trying to be more aware of my waste and like being more willing to reuse things. Like, trying to get more creative, like, oh, instead of putting this item in the trash, like, I could reuse it in a different area of my life. Mm-hmm. You do, I think you do a good, really good job of it, of, like, why would, you You say this to me all the time, why would you throw that away? You could use it for X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, oh, damn, okay, all right, go ahead. <laughs> you know what's crazy? <laughs> and, like, I don't, I don't do well in that arena. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. So, you know those bags that the lemons and oranges come in? Yeah. So, the, like, <laughs> those mesh, mesh bags. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, my dumb ass was like, man, I can use this as, like, an aerated system for, like, my mini greenhouse. So, what I did was when I taped up the siding with plastic, that little contraption. Do you see the contraption that I had over here? Mm-mm. Well, I don't think so. There's, like, a metal cage. I put 
vinyl all around it. And then I put vents in for when it gets too hot so everything is just breathe out. And uh-huh. I use the netting from the... Uh-huh, the bags? From the bags, from the fruit bags. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, man, this could be used as like a strainer for a water catching system so it catches debris. So let's say you have like a bag, right? <laughs> yeah, let's say you have a bag, like a plastic bag. Uh-huh. It catches the rainwater. But, you, uh-huh. but rather than pour the rainwater into another bucket, you cut a hole in the plastic bag. And on the inside, you tape that mesh. Oh, yeah. So that water gets filtered out. So it acts as a filtration system. But then I started getting paranoid. And I was like, there's probably chemicals that get leached out from this plastic. So let me just refrain mm. from doing that. Now i got to figure out how to repurpose that. <laughs> how to repurpose If it. you sew or knit, turn those into like satchels or side yeah. bags or whatever, right? That would yeah. be a pretty dope thing for the farmer's market. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's definitely a certain type of person that is just more inclined to think creatively and like, how can we reuse this yeah. item or how can we reuse this material? You know, there are people out there who like, if, so say a piece of clothing you've had for a long time, but you're not willing to donate it because it's like in such bad con- condition. Yeah. Um, they're like, oh, but I don't want to throw away this piece of fabric that they will repurpose that fabric and turn it into something else. Yeah. And, like, that's awesome. Good for them. I don't think ever, no, not everyone has that in them. Yeah. Take, I think it takes a special kind of person yeah. to do that. So let's create a challenge for ourselves. And, you know, listeners, if y'all want to follow along, feel free. We're going to report at the end of our series. Okay, so this is going to be a four-part series. This is the intro. The other three parts are going to pertain to fast fashion, agriculture, and lifestyle and how do those areas of our lives contribute to greenhouse gas emissions right okay along with that you know we're going to also talk about how we're going to try to be more sustainable within our lifestyle which obviously reduces our carbon footprint right Mm -hmm. yeah so with this challenge Uh uh-huh you know we had a couple ideas here there was one video you sent me a couple years back it was about a Maybe a year back, I don't know. So the <laughs> woman in Japan, she was going around shopping and she was collecting all the plastic scraps that she, um, the plastic scraps from her purchases. Uh huh. And she was saving them up to see how much waste she contributed to mm-hmm. landfills every mm-hmm. month or whatever, or every week. So by the end of her experiment, she has she showed us how much plastic she used. Do you remember that? I do. Yes. Yeah, so was it just? Um, sorry, was it just plastic only or just, like, garbage? I want to say plastic only because I feel like everything else is recyclable or you could be reused or compost. You know what's crazy is I just found out the other day that some plastics are not recyclable at all. Yeah. Do you recall if that was a number three or number four or both or four and five? Not five. Five is PP. So So three and four are non-recyclable. Not, I don't think four. Because one is PETE. That's supposed to be one time, single time use. Uh, you could reuse that, I think. One and two are good to use. Oh, three is the three PVC. Three is definitely. Three is PVC yeah. and is not recyclable. Mm-hmm. Which just blows my mind because when I was like learning about reduce, reuse, recycle, I don't know why, but I thought like every plastic was recyclable. But no, like. And yes, I know those numbers actually mean something. And initially, I thought the higher the number, the less recyclable they are. Um, but no, I think it is 
three and if I'm not mistaken, four. Yeah. What's four? Are not recyclable. LDPE plastic. Oh, low density. Low density yeah. polyethylene. Oh, that makes sense because... Shopping bags. The molecular structure of it, yeah. For example, shopping bags. <laughs> uh, same molecular structure like I know. So just low, <laughs> low density, meaning that... Meaning that it's less dense, um, obviously, so it's more malleable. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Well, yeah, because you think the about, like, because 2 is HDP, high density. Uh-huh. I think 2 is HDP, high density, whatever the P and E stand for. So those are, like, the harder, extremely hard plastics. And I think the reason why PVC can't be recycled is because of the molecular structure. Because you can't combine those. You're not supposed to combine those two plastics, supposedly. Two different types of plastic. It's not going to... It's crazy. Yeah. And like, attach to each other, bond with each other. So, oh, for all my gardeners, 5PP is good. Um, I think you want to use 2 or 5. Some people use 1. And, yeah, 1 is the PET. I don't use that anymore because there's been some reports of, like, leaching. Mm. for long durations of use so like mm. think of your one your single use water bottles uh-huh yeah and then if you use the single use water bottles you're not supposed to leave those out in heat right yeah because the see. chemicals leach out into the water see the things you learn you know that no i do yeah mm-hmm. yeah i thought that was fake until i saw it so then there's that seven you're not supposed to use for gardening See, I think like, five and six or six. What's six? P.S. Polystyrene. Polystyrene six? is styrofoam, pro- styrofoam products made out of P.S. plastic. Commonly used to make disposable coffee cups, packing peanuts, coolers, and to-go food containers. Can sometimes be recycled. What is that, though? What number is it? Six. Oh, six. Okay. So I guess not so, six then. So you just know five, two, five, and one. I know this information is like easily reachable. Like you can just simply Google it. Like I just Google it. However, I don't know that people are like actively aware and being intentional with how they recycle these type of things, right? For me, before like plastic is plastic. Oh, it's recyclable. Let me rinse it out and throw it away. It's not that easy. Or you don't even need to rinse it out. <laughs> See, and this is the problem. It's like what information is correct? You just said... You don't even need to rinse it out. I heard you do need to rinse it out. I think that's part of the problem is just that we're confused. We don't know what's true. I'm calling the city there. for our lifestyle episode. <laughs> okay. I need to talk to them to figure this shit out. Okay. Maybe so, get like a recycling expert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be actually kind hey, of Hey, if anyone's listening and you're a recycling ex- expert, reach out to us. Yeah. We'd love to have you as a guest speaker. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess just either way, it's kind of scary because you don't know what chemicals are leaching out out of these products or what are, what's going to leach out into your environment if you try to throw stuff into your garden. And me, I'm, like, extremely paranoid. That's why I try to avoid as much plastic as possible. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I mean, it's these minor changes. It's a lot of thinking involved, just being conscious with what you're purchasing. And Again, I think it goes back to just being aware, being, an intention, being intentional mm-hmm. of how we can make a difference, right? We talk about being aware, being an intentional to be better versions for ourselves and for others. But what about our earth and where we live? Yeah, for sure. So, 
Sure, you take care of your fish tanks. Why not take care of your fish tank? Oh, damn. That's a good one. Whoa. Hey. Okay. This is like, what's that movie? That Jim Carrey movie? <laughs> oh, my God. The one where he's in a simulation. Oh, The Truman Show. Never That's heard what, you never, never heard watched it? it. Damn. So, The Truman Show, it's a movie about him being in a simulation. You know, he thought he was living his regular life, and then he started noticing glitches mm -hmm. around his environment. And then, in the end, he realized he was the main character of a TV show and outside of his earth was a broadcasting network. Producers and everybody. Whoa. Yeah, and that same, sounds like a mind fuck. Right? And so everybody's everybody here that's part of this whole let's say quote unquote Truman Show conspiracy, you know, they think that we live in a simulation and <sighs> there's some days I'll be looking up and like, man, that plane doesn't look like a plane. That plane's not planing, you know what I mean? <laughs> that bird's not burning. <laughs> uh, that, that's for the people that think that birds are fake. I've never seen a baby pigeon or a baby crow before, so. Fuck. Facts. No. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I can't. Facts. I'm going to have to think about that one. Oh, shit. Uh, so, aside from these crows and all these missing baby pigeons... Aside from all these crows, we still have to figure out what our challenge is going to be. I think that I want this to be a summer-long one so people get in tune with like what we're really doing here. So I want mine to pertain to the garden. Okay. I want to make sure that I'm able to cook at least three meals a week with 90% of my ingredients coming from the garden. Ooh. That's, ooh, that's good. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. I mean, it's a great one. Oh, shit. I am... the fuck? That's, that's good. Nice. For me, I think I just want to be more aware of the single plastic use that I use for not just me, but for my family out of convenience, right? It's so easy, and especially when you have a family and you're go, 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 always out to grab the individually wrapped or let me buy the individually wrapped, even though I'm buying it at like Costco that specializes in bulk. Let me buy an individually wrapped for that convenience. Yeah. And uh, so just reaching for that bulk and putting in more effort. We mentioned earlier that like we're just lazy. We don't want to put the effort into do making more work for ourselves. Who wants to make more work for themselves? Okay. So again, just being more aware of that. So how, how are you going to hold yourself accountable for being aware though? I think I have to buy more Sasher bags. <laughs> I think, or just go to my store. So the thing with my storage, and you've seen my storage, is like it's filled to the brim. Yeah. We just went to it the other day, and you can like barely walk in. We added more stuff since you last went there. Okay. Like yard work stuff, because like we went back to Tri Cities and got our mower. Okay. Anyways, more filled. So I went in there trying to grab more stuff. Hold on, can I just point that out? That's another thing. We have almost lived more than half a year with less than 80% of our belongings. And that almost says something. It's like, we don't need all of this crap that we have in storage. And that we could essentially live off of the quote-unquote 20% that we have. Like, we're okay. We're, we have excess. You mentioned earlier we live in abundance. I'm just saying. You heard it here first, folks. If you hear about her making new purchases, call her out. You know where we live, King County. 
Knock on every door so you find her. Mm-hmm. Hold her accountable. So, so what are you going to do? How are you going to hold, like, you're saying be more aware. What, what's the solution here? How are you going to do this? I don't know. I think every time I throw plastic away, I'm just going to, like. You should put five bucks into a jar. Every time you throw plastic away, put five bucks into a jar. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but that equates to the value that you place on protecting this environment. Make that a dollar. Five dollars costs more <laughs> than making sure that this earth, Mother Nature, Stop. <laughs> is protected. It's not practical. You know, I mean. You know what you remind me of? What episode, do I remind you of? The episode of Saved by the Bell where they found oil at the school. Okay. With the ducks. The ducks. So for those of you that don't know, there was an episode of Saved by the Bell where Saved by the Bell is a show about high school kids. Okay. And there's a show where, or there's an episode where this guy found oil or they struck oil. So they called someone, the oil mill guy. <laughs> so he put together a plan of how they're going to renovate the school. And put the oil mill thing. Is that what it's called? The little tower? Oil tower thing? Anyways, how are they going to put the oil tower on campus to produce the oil? To extract the oil, okay? They guarantee that it was going to be safe. Lo and behold, oil everywhere. Ducklings. Geese. It was pretty sad. Raccoons. Dogs. Little babies. Mothers. Babies. Single mothers. Soft right there. Homeless. Covered in oil. <laughs> Everybody. Stop. And I just remember Jesse coming back to the school. <laughs> with the <laughs> duck. With the duck. Sorry, that's not funny. Je- I'm Jesse. Uh, that's not that's, funny. That's not funny, but they did clean it up with Don dish soap because Don, Don does take away grease. Hey, that was that was good advertising there. What well, I was just gonna say is a pretty good advertising because right now they even advertising. have the duck on their yeah on their products. So oh, damn, Don. Anyways, okay. you're the oil person. You are the oil person, so I'm hoping that... Okay, let's do a dollar because that's how much you care about the environment. Uh, yeah, so yours is a dollar, and mine is once the produce starts producing... Three meals a day. Three meals a... No, three I meals mean, a sorry, week. I mean, sorry, three meals a week. <laughs> that's three meals a day. That's me feeding <laughs> off my land only. It's awesome. Yeah, if I could. I don't got no cows or chicken here. I need meat. Or veggie. I need meat. Reducing yeah. our carbon footprint. God. Oh, you know, I heard the three meals a day thing was actually uh, t- some form of like societal suppression, economical suppression thing, where this the story is that when settlers came into different regions, they noticed that people would just eat whenever they wanted to eat, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, oh no, why are you guys doing that? This is the proper way to eat. Interesting. Right? And so they, that's when they came up with the three meal. Whatever. Same thing with having lawns in everybody's yard. That's how the Europeans said, like handled their their housing. Everybody had large lawns. Um, yeah, these societal norms that they try to bring over to the U.S. is fucking insane. So yeah, if you got a chance, grow your own shit and stop buying plastic. Stop by the plant sale. Yes, plant sale in July. We'll keep you guys posted. <laughs> But remember, we all have different journeys in life. What may be right for me might not be right for you. And vice versa. We're hoping this episode enlightened you and inspired you to bring up these types of conversations with your community and your environment.
hoping you can be a part of our community. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at Life I and I Podcast. Don't forget to turn on your notifications. I will have to keep reminding y'all because we're going to be popping up with a bunch of new episodes still. And what would we got? We got some new segments coming up as usual, per usual. Now the new usual. Stay tuned. Stay Catch tuned. you guys later. Until next time.